rdtdaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. We're on. Hello, everybody. My name is Tara Devlin. Thank you so much for hanging out. We meet here every Saturday evening, approximately between 6 and now, I don't know, 10. Sometimes the show is late. I apologize. There was nothing I could do. I had to start the show at, six, at 8 p.m. Eastern. It doesn't matter if you're listening on the podcast. You don't care when when the show starts. You just wanted to start, goddammit. Because, I, I mean, really, um, I believe that, and I know you know this too. You know it. I know it. That we will not get this country back without owning the message. And we're not, what, what do I say, owning the message? We're not... Um, we're, we're trying to break through the bullshit of the right wing. This country is in a collective nervous breakdown. Not, uh, that's wrong. It's not collective nervous breakdown because some of us are in denial. Some of us are definitely having a nervous breakdown, though. And it's millions of our fellow Americans are really, um, what have they done to this country? How how self-deluded do you have to be to think that you, that I'm talking about Trump fanzines, to, to think that you're on the right side of history, that your con man who received fewer votes in 2016 and got to ascend to the throne of the presidency, but now he received fewer votes and he doesn't get to ascend to the throne. So you're having a temper tantrum for waving your flags, your made-in-China giant flags. You know, I, can't, I don't care how many flags you wave, Trump Anzies, it will not distract. It doesn't distract the normal people of this country, the actual patriots, from understanding who the F you actually are. You're not patriotic. In fact, those flags betray just how unpatriotic you are. You're hypocrites. You're unabashed. And the most tedious hypocrites, really. I'm, it's you know why you're a te- you're a bunch of tedious hypocrites, Trump Anzies, because your hypocrisy is like air to you. So we expect your hypocrisy. That's why it's tedious. It's oh my God, here we go again. I would love to be surprised. I if you weren't so hypocritical, if there was something that happened in this country and you weren't hypocritical about it. I would be surprised. That would be energizing. It wouldn't be tedious. It's boring. You're incredibly boring. And if only, if you were only that, you're more than, you're, you're, you're killing this country. Literally and figuratively, they are destroying this country. They have, I mean, they really have. Well, I, I, I guess I'm one of those people who are in denial to a degree because I speak in the 
future tense. Oh, they're destroying it. As if they haven't already done such irreparable damage that, I, I don't know, what... We have many ways we can go. I mean, look at history. All you got to do is look at history and to see where, we, what, what road we're on. You don't have to be a, uh, you know, a psychic. All you got to do is pick, just look at the steps they're taking today. What successful country allows nearly 3,000 of its citizens to die every single day. And the rest of the citizenry seems to not believe it. It's, it's a hoax. And it's not just about, you know, they're, they're really infuriating me because it's not just about, oh, I don't care, I won't get it, and if I get it, I'll I'll recover from it. Whatever. I don't give a shit. You if you get it, Trump Banzies, stay home. That's what I worry about. My fellow Americans who are on the front lines that have to stick those goddamn breathing tubes down your throat to try to save your worthless, useless waste of human DNA lives. But stay home. That's your patriotic duty. If you're so stupid to get COVID, and, and, but see, that's the thing. They won't stay home. They'll spread it around. And that's what they're doing. This is why we're in this boat. You understand? They brought us here. And they're the, the incessant tantrum that we've been enduring from these freaks from these unpatriotic freaks. And it's about time, you know, I, I, I don't think, I was, I was just going to say it's about time Joe Biden started calling them. Please, he's not going to do that. Of course not. But all the more reason why um, your support for liberal media, for the real liberal media, like this show, like Bob Kincaid, Mike Malloy, that's, uh, it's even more important. So, because otherwise we're done. We're absolutely done. Conversely, you can see how, you know, just, just case in point. I'm not, you know, I'm not just saying it because I want you to be a patron, which I do because I want to, I want the show to grow and get out there, you know, and to grow our audience. Oh, I got to breathe. And, uh, you know fix what's broken. We know how to fix it. We talk about it on the show all the time. It's not that it's not that uh you you know hard. It's just there's no will because we we're stuck with this broken ass system flooded with money. And but the case in point um how important media is to to um what we're doing uh, to a functioning democracy is um, is the Trump and Z. They are they're not smart. You understand? They're not on. Um, they're not um, historians. They ba they barely can function in reality. They they don't have a grasp on reality. They don't have a grasp on history. They're not that smart. 
at all. Where are they getting their information from? You understand they're getting their information from propaganda, from right-wing propaganda that is incessantly lying to them. And instead of um, you, right, right-wing propaganda, instead of the, using their platform to have a more perfect union, to function, to have a functioning constitutionally limited democratic republic, they use their platform to tickle not just you know the racist funny bones, of course, it really always comes down to that, but to distract them from the true uh, source where their anger should be should be directed. Um, and I'm thinking of, so okay, let me just say right off the bat, thank you, Haiku, for your super chat and for also being one of our you know, OG Tara Busters, the um, moderator in the chat room, and uh, a long-time supporter and friend. Also, Jim, thank you for your super chat. So, we I really can't do it without you. Thank you all, and all of you. Thank you all. Sin City, Terry, Paradu. If you're on any other platform, come on over to YouTube.com slash C for channel slash RDT Daily Media and hang out with some amazing people. Lee in New York City. Who else is here? I gotta keep breathing. Why can't I breathe? I hope I don't have COVID. No, I don't. God. Because I'm I think I'm just exasperated. Steve, hello. Hello Jim. Hello Darth. Hello Terry Taylor. And who else is in here? I don't want to miss people. Darth, Russian bot, hello. Leah, New York City. Yes, 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 Terry Taylor. You guys are great, great. I, I don't see, I haven't seen Shannon in a while. I haven't seen Ted. I haven't seen Patricia. Where are, you know, I do take attendance. Where is everybody? Where are they? What, have they given up on life in general? Can't give up on us. I want to give up a lot. I really do. But then I think of you. I really do. You know, that's the truth. And Resin Rebel on Facebook. Hello. All right. Hold on, guys. We'll be right back. My name is Tara Devlin. Thank you for hanging out. I'm back. Well... Uh, also, I want to report the cats are getting better. Whatever, whatever they got from Ray, I adopted a new cat off the street. Even though he went through all the workup with the vet, and they didn't, um, they didn't meet for over a month until he got the okay. Then Francis Junior Junior and Tara Junior Junior both got very sick with high fevers, throwing up. I mean, they're still, Tara Jr. Jr. is only just back to normal. And that's about two weeks now. So he, whatever he had was kicking his ass, and my ass too, because I was worried. Uh, and Francis Jr. Jr. is getting better, but it's really taking a long time. So uh, they're just cats. They got some virus that they didn't have an immunity to. Sound familiar? 
And <clears throat> I really don't want to get COVID, frankly, because who the hell knows? I've been watching these um, videos of uh, the of what um, our fellow Americans who are on the front line, what they're dealing with. And that's why it pisses me off that these right-wingers are such such morons. And, all right, let me... Uh, show you something. Uh, I, I don't know if you guys know, I pro uh, if you're new to the show, maybe not. I used to live on Staten Island. I, I grew up there. My parents, you know, I had no choice. They moved there. I was born in Brooklyn when I was a child. They moved to Staten Island. That was, you know, moving on up in the progression of the working class. So moving to Staten Island was like, you know, you've made it. Or something. I don't know. My mom, my father was a garbage man. They bought a house on Staten Island. It, they bought it for like thirty thousand dollars. You know what I mean? Like you're talking in the seventies when a garbage man and uh, an ex nun who is now a postal worker could do things like buy home, buy a home. So I grew up on Staten Island. It is the only Republican borough in New York City. Not that there aren't normal people there. I have many friends from Staten Island who are normal people, and they have, but they have to endure the stupidity. I don't know what is it, and I guess it's um, as soon as I could get out of Staten Island, I got the hell out of there, and I now I live in Queens, which is the most culturally diverse neighborhood in the country according to the census, and. <clears throat> I feel more comfortable here, that's for sure. But Staten Island, what is the, um, why is it such a magnet for stupidity? It's baffling to me. And I, and uh, like I was saying, I have friends who live on Staten Island who are normal people, and they tell me that they all, not all, obviously, but oh, they, they love Trump. They all love Trump. Yeah, they're on social socialist security, disability. You know, this is my friend telling me. Her friend who hated, hated Obama, hated him. She, she, she has a daughter who's disabled, who's on social security disability thanks to Obama. I mean, and not, I mean, what am I talking about? Obamacare. She's on... Her, she's getting her health care from Obamacare, and she, which she wasn't able to do before Obamacare. But you know what I mean? This is the tedium of the right wing. And it's also why we need to own the message, because it doesn't matter what we do, what normal people do, the civilization that we create, including the United States. The United States was a progressive initiative. Uh, like it or not, Trump Anzies, this is a progressive experiment in democracy. So, regardless, that's why you need the message. Now, how do how do we get from uh, a a country that was founded as a progressive antidote to intergenerational monarchy and aristocracy, and we get to a to today where the the same people who would have been pining to be trickled upon by the king, are out there waving the flag 
as if they have a right, like that we don't have a right to it, as if it's theirs, that they have the cornered market on patriotism when they don't, they, they couldn't be bothered to do the, the simplest, most patriotic thing and wear an effing mask to save somebody else's life. Maybe not your own. Who cares, right? If, it's, if I could wear a mask to uh, save somebody else, you wouldn't do it because you're a selfish prick? This is what they're telling me? That's not patriotism, and it's about time we need to call it out. Unapologetically, call it out for what it is. It's stupidity. It's selfishness. It's, in, it's infantilism. That's what they are. They're babies, and they are the reason why. We're in this boat still because we've never had a a serious moment with COVID. We've never tried to get together as a community and tackle this thing. We've always done just throw some of the expendables at it, right? These people. All right, let me play something. So on Staten Island, the reason I brought up Staten Island is because there's this big controversy going on. Now, I mean, this guy had a, has a bar on Staten Island, and he's refusing the lockdown orders. So, of course, the right wing are turning him into a hero. All right, hold on. Let me, I'm trying to find the video now, of course. Uh... Staten Island. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Staten Island bar reopens its doors in latest defiance of COVID-19 restrictions. Let me, I know, hold on to your lunch or dinner because I'm going to play some, what's his face? Tucker Carlson. Oh, my. Yeah, the the heir to the Swanson fortune, you know, that working class hero. Here we go. He's going to interview this guy. The owner of a bar on Staten Island. Apparently the lockdown rules, and this will surprise you, but hey, it's science, only applied in the Republican voting. Oh, wait, sorry. Wait, wait, wait. Let me rewind that. Republican voting. Science only applied in the Republican voting parts of Staten Island. You see, you hear him? He said that apparently, you know, he's got that furrowed brow of confusion, but he's purporting that apparently only the Republican areas of Staten Island were um, designated red zones. And that's supposed to be some conspiracy, you see? Now, who 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 wants to raise their hand? I can see the class out there. Um, I have many hands up. I know you know the answer to this question. Of course. Why? Why would the Republican areas of Staten Island be designated red zones? You think it's, is it politics? Or is it the fact that these idiots don't wear masks? that they refuse to abide by simple social distancing rules. It's not a grand conspiracy, but you see what they do. This is what they do. Exploit every fissure of disunity. 
Isn't that what Henry Wallace said? They exploit every fissure of disunity in the common front? This is our, tr our common front against the goddamn coronavirus. And we have the, the heir, the Swanson boy, chicken boy, the heir to the fortune of, of the Swanson family, frozen dinners, mm, yum, yum. Um, under, um, he's insisting, he's insinuating that, uh, that it's the, some nefarious attack on the Republican areas of Staten Island. No, honey, they attacked themselves. If they're in lockdown, if their communities are in the red zone, they got nobody to blame but themselves. Right? Here we go again. Let's let somebody, uh, if the party of personal responsibility ever took responsibility, I, I would also faint. This is what is tedious about them. There's the professional victims. Honey, you brought this on yourself. If you're in a red zone, then maybe you should encourage your fellow dum-dums not to be dum-dums. You know, do something for society instead of taking, instead of being a hindrance, the albatross around our national necks. You want you don't want to abide by social distancing? The, go out and volunteer somewhere at a hospital. How about you do something to help your community? Of course they won't do that. They would never. Uh, it has nothing to do. Uh, the, the, you're in the red zone. And then when you see there these um, vi the video of these idiots, look at just look at the the picture right now that's up on the on in the video of the you know why can't I talk the video that from this Tucker Swanson bastards. Anybody wearing a mask in that video? Sitting there laughing. Of course, we're all with American flags everywhere. What did uh, somebody, please, give, uh, just give them a random civics test. I would love to know, because I'm sure they are clueless about what, it, what this thing is supposed to be. What is America? It's, to them, I guess it means never having to give a shit about anybody else but yourself. Except when it's you, though, right? Because when they're gasping for air, or their mother, father, or anyone in their circle is gasping for air, or dies, then maybe, you know, we're all supposed to have, um, you know, empathy for them. But they won't do the simplest thing. And this is why we're still in this boat. As bad as it is, we're the laughing stock of the earth, and we have the most abhorrent coronavirus rates. How many more body bags do we have to see? Yeah, I have um, family who are on the front lines. My cousin's a nurse practitioner. Her husband's a doctor. It's not a joke. God. 
and whatever. It wouldn't matter anyway if I didn't have people on the front lines. You do what you do to help your fellows in your community. That's what it means to be a patriot. Being a patriot means that you give a shit about your fellow Americans. Wait, let's just continue. Only applied in the Republican voting oops, parts oops, of wait, Staten wait, wait. Island. That was so obviously political, the whole thing. The really? It's obviously political? You understand? You see? Here again, this is why we're in the boat we're in. Because of right-wing propaganda. This is why I stress how important it is to support the liberal media and get the word out. Because we want people... You know, so these Trump enzies, they're a lost cause. Whatever. Move along. Have a nice life. But they have to be marginalized and put back in their whatever. Like, to the point of they are too, just obscure. Enough. You know, whatever. Go away. That, but Because we're in the majority anyway. We need to own the platforms. And... We need, so when somebody who's young, a young person who doesn't know, who knows? He might be hanging out with these idiots, doesn't know any other way. But when they go online, they don't encounter the Tucker Carlson's or whatever, OAN. They come across this show or, or Mike Malloy or Bob Kincaid or the shows that will spread the freaking truth. You know, without apology, frankly. I, I mean, I'm really done with these bastards. I know that everybody wants to, in the Democratic Party establishment, they want to um, coddle the sickness of republicanism. I'm done with that. I don't, it's not working. It hasn't worked. I mean, if it, if it worked, I would be all for it. But we've had enough experience my entire life, I've watched this country be taken down by the American fascist death cult, the anti-democratic fascist death cult that is now in, in power. In the, they're in power in the Senate. They have entirely too much power all over this country despite receiving fewer votes. And... That should tell you all you need to know. They have absolutely no interest in democracy. They don't need to win elections. They just need power so they can ensure that they can pull the ladders up behind them so nobody can touch them. They're in power, you know, for power's sake, not to help this country, not to make the trains run on time, Obviously, they have completely abdicated all responsibility and all duty to, to the community, especially when it comes to the coronavirus. If they had an obligation to the community, we wouldn't have endured the lies of Twitler telling us he wants, it's going to go away like a miracle by Easter. It's, uh, Easter's going to be great. We're going to fill the churches on Easter. Remember that? While he's telling um, journalists, 
Uh, <laughs> it's no joke. Uh, if you get it, you, you don't stand a chance. But here's the right wing. Instead of using, see, they have, Tucker Carlson has a bigger platform than me, clearly. But he's not using it to make a more perfect union. He's not there to help. He doesn't give a shit who dies. As long as it ain't him. It's the, that's it. He's not a patriot. He's a profiteer. So he uses his platform to ensure that he makes the ignorance continue. He spreads the ignorance. He spreads, he gives these morons permission to continue in their, uh, their assaults on the, on the community. How many will die? And not only that, how much more can we expect to drain from our frontline workers? It's the same thing we do now with uh, our wars of, uh, of corporate aggression, the endless wars. The wars du jour. We just send a few people into the whatever. Hey, how many tours can one family endure? It doesn't matter. It's not us, right? Oh, well, I, I've heard this, too. They signed up for it. They volunteered. I've even heard Twitler say something like that, come to think of it. They volunteered. But, you know, when you volunteer, having worn the uniform myself, you kind of have, you do have an expectation that you're in this together. You're in this with your community. The, the the most telling sign of a broken system is what we've done to the military. I mean, not only funneling endless money, unchecked trillions that have been, just been lost out of the Pentagon, but also in, just uh, inflicting so much damage on our on a certain percentage on a small percentage of of Americans who wear the uniform and sending them into harm's way again and again for nothing and nobody else uh, feels any uh, anything it's just as if war is as natural as the sun coming up in the morning there's no none of this um, team spirit like we're in this together and that is also you know, a really dangerous and damaging illustration of how we, how broken we've become. But anyway, my name is Tara Devil, and thanks for hanging out. And yeah, we we will win if we get the message. All right, so here's Tucker Swanson, baby. Oh, yeah, the working-class heroes of these freaking right-wingers are all grifters, you understand? They're not real working-class heroes. They, This guy, he's supposed to be the, a populist fighting for the forgotten man and woman, like Twitler, right? The heir to the Swanson fortune. It, it is a scam. So the scam... Uh, one of the things I, I talk about a lot on the show is just how easily played these idiots are. That's what makes them so tedious, too. Wouldn't you be 
Um, aren't you embarrassed, Trumpanzees? Aren't you sick of being played? Really sit down for a second and think about think about what like what the end game is. Why, for example, I have to tell you, last night I have a friend who, um, unfortunately, is uh, susceptible to a lot of right-wing bullshit. He consistently, in spite of my incessant urgings, he, he listens to right-wing propaganda on the radio. He'll listen to, what's that guy? Oh, I can't remember. His, uh, Michael... His name is Michael Savage, for real? What's his real Oh, yeah, Michael Savage. What's his real name? Michael, he has a very Jewish-sounding name or something, and he changed it to Michael Savage. Whatever. He listens to um, that shit. And last night he started texting me about Bill, Bill Gates having something. I don't know. All on the right wing... There's this conspiracy theory that Bill Gates... What is this? I haven't been keeping up because I don't swim in the filth of right-wing moronity. But apparently Bill Gates... What does Bill Gates have to do with the vaccine? How? Uh, uh, and he's supposed to be... It's supposed to be nefarious somehow. And I just asked him for a second. He's like, he sent me a link. Oh, my God. I wish I had it. From the most obscure website. And this is a smart person. You know what I mean? He's not, he's not well, um, I wouldn't, I, you know, to, not to sound mean or whatever. He's not, he's not well educated. But he's not an idiot. And th which is why. We need to own the media, really. We need to own the message of truth. Truth has to be, it has to have currency again. It has to have value again. So, what is this shit? Okay, oh, fact check. I don't know what the, what the, um, the, cons the conspiracy is. So, he was texting me these articles from these really obscure off-the-wall websites, like, I'm going to be like, wow, Bill Gates is what? He So, fact check, RFID microchips will not be injected with the COVID-19 vaccine. This is what they're saying on the right. And I, I just said to him, please, think about it. Just game it out. What, what is the end game? Nobody has a vested interest. That nobody benefits from a jacked-up vaccine. If the vaccine doesn't work, if it's, if it's busted, who benefits from that? The whole world is watching this. So I don't know. I really don't get the, um, the, in, the insanity around the, the, how, how these conspiracies have uh, gained such traction. But that's what happens. That's the byproduct of living in a, a broken system. This is one of the, I hate to say it, this is one of the telltale signs of a dying democracy. It's that, or republic, whatever. 
it is that um, conspiracies gain traction. People, because they're out of control. In Russia, it's the same thing. They understand that because they're, they're broken already. So in the Russian, uh, I only know, I know personally too, because I have some acquaintances who are living in Russia and they're constantly, and I only know them because I play this game Okay, I play a game, whatever. And then I joined a team that plays this game, this video game. And it's just something that, whatever, it's a distraction. And there's a team, and I'm on a Discord chat with them. And, you know, so there's hundreds of people in this team. And some of them, they're from all over the world. And it's very interesting. But some of them are from Russia, too. There's a couple of them from Russia. <laughs> I know. Am I making any sense? And that's how I know that they are, they're sending out all of this bullshit on Russian media because this guy, these Russian people on the team that I'm on in this video game are constantly sending me all these articles from the Russian media about how the um, first of all about how Trump is uh, real how Trump really won the election how Joe Biden is corrupt I mean all this stuff that is what's going on in Russia and it is a it, and it's a byproduct of the fact that um, they have a broken system anyway it's not that <laughs> you don't have idiots all over the globe but you don't have the idiots latching on, not only latching on to the lies and the, and the dangerous lies, is the incredibly dangerous lies, but the up, right up into the halls of power, these lies are being, um, they're emanating from. This is something you don't see in a, uh, in a functioning system. You don't see the, for example, in New Zealand, you don't see the um, Jacinda A. Ahern, is, is that her name, right? The socialist president of, uh, of New Zealand that has a successful track record of tackling the coronavirus. You don't see them disseminating lies about coronavirus or anything else and the election. So... We uh, the American election, we know that Putin he has not to go. I am all over the place, but he's yet to congratulate Joe Biden on winning the election. But that's to be expected. All of this, it's not. Um, it's concerning that right here in the United States, it's there. You the, there was once a firewall between Russian lies, Russian propaganda, and America. Now the Russian propaganda gets disseminated, and we have Republican uh, senators spreading it and actually opening hearings based on the bullshit that's coming right out of the bowels of the Kremlin. So these, this is uh, the currency of truth in... In a democracy, 
is invaluable. It has to. There has to have weight. There, the the current truth has to have weight and value for the people. And when you when you learn about and and uh, the in the historical examples of republics and democracy that that have died, one of the telltale signs is of the sickness. It's sort of like when you're sick, you have different symptoms. Right, my my cats were sick. They had a fever. They couldn't eat. They were throwing up. You know, then you know what's wrong. Something is wrong. They're not acting right. We have those symptoms, and the <laughs> not only uh, among the symptoms, but one of the major symptoms, which is what concerns me, the mo- it really does concern me the the most is how there is no truth anymore. And that's something that, how can you get that back? Really? Once it's broken, it's broken. So we're, we're beyond that. We don't, we are to the point where half, nearly half, they are less than half, but there's a, there are a lot of them. They do not believe reality. How can you how can you look at all of the problems that we face and boil it down to um, there that's a lie that coronavirus is a lie? How could you see the body bags and the mass graves and say that's a lie? But here we are. And it doesn't matter for... So anyway, whatever. Okay. Here comes the commercial. I'll be right back. (sighs) Hello, my name is Tara Devlin. Yes, Errol on the chat. Let's also call Republicans Republic Clowns. That's true. And Republic... (laughs) That's going to be hard for me. Republic turds? Republic turds. No, I think I can't say that because it's hard. It doesn't come out of my mouth. Republic turds. It has to be Republic clowns or Republicans. Now I, it's hard to say Republicans to me. I just say Republic. Republicans? You ate at a... Wi- oh, no, this. I'm just li- reading. Lee in New York City sent me a email at the beginning of the show that the show was very low. We tackled that problem. Hopefully you guys can hear me. Oh God, Jesus Christ. So here, 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 hold on. We're, we're playing Tucker Carlson's effing video interviewing the, well, really he's using and also inciting the social unrest on Staten Island concerning the lockdowns and conflating the the measures that we have to take as a community, telling people to stay the F home, stay in your your shacks and Google, uh, you know, conspiracy theories, Google, Google Bill Gates and the microchip, you know, in your house instead of on the streets with uh, 25 of your trump America-hating dupes, fellow dupes. So 
Tucker Carlson is telling the dupes that it's is this a coincidence that the lockdowns the lockdowns are affecting the Republican areas of Staten Island? It's purely political. No, yeah, well, it's political in the sense that they're stupid. To, they're stupid enough to be Republican and believe the Republican lies that's going to get them killed or somebody else killed. I don't really care about them getting killed. I care about the normal people that they're going to affect. Political, the whole thing. Yeah, the whole the thing. The whole thing's political. That's it. We're targeting them. And you know, it's, it's also funny that they have such a high inflated sense of themselves as if they're so uh, somehow so spectacular. They're so amazing. They're so on the, the I don't know, they're so dangerous to the, uh, the, the underpinning, the, the, the conspiracy that's going on that the, that the governor is going to target them. We got to lock down these patriots in their home. These patriots? They're not patriots, okay? You know, I say patriots with quotes. We got to lock them down. We can't have them out uh, being free. It's, it actually is pathetic. And I guess when you're, when, you're a Trump anzee, and you understand that, well, on some deep level, you know that you are a waste of human DNA and that you have never contributed anything positive to Earth and never will. And when you die, as we all will do someday, hopefully in very far, long, you know, a long time away, that you'll, you're, you'll, you will have done nothing for Earth, or nobody will care. Nobody will care in one year, much less ten years. Forget it. So you know that you're a useless, wasted life. So it must be somehow, I guess, soothing to think that the governor of New York is so intimidated by your awesomeness that he's targeting your stupid, your stupid Trump and Z neighborhood on Staten Island that he wants you to stay home? I want you to stay home too because I'm sick of looking at your stupid faces without masks. That's it. But, and I'm sick of having to shake my head in disgust when I hear your moronic parroting of a tax-cheating con man. But, you're not that special. It's, it's just that you brought it on yourselves. You're in a red zone because you refuse to abide by the simplest of guidelines and protect yourselves and your fellow Americans. And now you're out there again. But you understand, so that's why it's, I guess, you know, Tucker Carlson, he's doing this. He, know, he understands his audience are a bunch of dum-dums, and he knows he's, he's a grifter. We've played video on the show before of him on a radio show admitting, you know, he's uh, yucking it up with his, uh, his, the host of this radio show. And there he, uh, there he is admitting that, you know, his whole populist thing is a shtick. 
he's no he's no populist. He's you know, he's a PT Barnum. He's another one. Of course he's not a populist. He wouldn't hang out with these people. You think he would go down to that bar on Staten Island and hang out with all these morons? If he he had to, he would do that as a choice of how to spend his free time. It's the same thing with Trump. They hate these idiots. In fact, they hate them more than we would ever hate them. I don't hate them. I mean, well, I guess I do. Maybe I hate them. I'm checking my feelings. I've had a lot of therapy. So, um, I do hate them, yes. But, I mean, I also, I'm not trying to hurt them. I just hate them because they're trying to hurt us. Hurt the, hurt Earth. Hurt the country. And if, uh, you know, if, if we, the normal people, could have a functioning society, if we actually got to, um, you know, serve in office when we have the most votes and things like that, then um, we would actually, they would benefit, and they do benefit, and you'll see. Once Joe Biden gets into office, now we could say everything we say about him. He's a corporatist, yes. But trust me, he's not going to leave people on the bread lines. You know that. You absolutely know that, regardless of how you feel about him. You know he's going to do all he can do to get rid of those bread lines, to ensure that people have um, something to fall back on. It is a disgrace that these Republicans have left people on the bread lines, have created bread lines. Again, how many times? How many in a hundred years? How many bread lines have these bastards created? That's every time Republicans get their filthy, greedy fingers around the neck of power, we break out in bread lines. But that's the point. Okay. Just came. You could walk two blocks from the bar, Max Public House, and eat indoors without any objection from the state health, de health department. Well, today, the owners of Max Public House met with city officials. Apparently, it didn't go well. Here's what they told us a short time ago. Apparently, it didn't go well. <laughs> hey, because everybody's out to get them, you know? That's it. We are all... We, we, this is the other thing I was saying. I was telling you about my friend tweet um, who's texting me these articles in, of conspiracies. And... I'm like, you know, just think about it. Really. Think about it. There's no nefarious friggin' um, deep state happening. People are busy with their lives. And, uh, and here's another thing. Um, they talk about fake news and media and blah, blah, blah. You know, everybody, uh, the big conspiracy of fake news. I work in television, as you guys know, not just doing the show here, but um, in my other life. And, you know, and, and so does my friend, I have to tell you, the one with the conspiracy theories. And I was telling him, you work in TV. So you tell me, what do you think? You, this is a big conspiracy going on? No. We know the producers. 
who do these sh- stupid uh, packages on different media channels. They're just, some of them are kids, and some of them, these are people. They're not, there's not, there's not a conspiracy happening. Really. Everybody's burnt, man. We're just trying to get home and have a nice goddamn dinner. We, who could come up conspiracies? The only one who can come up with them. I, and, 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 and it's like it betrays them, you see, the Republicans, because they know what they're capable of. They're capable of fucking everybody over and coming up with the conspiracy. I mean, they are conspirators. Look at what they're doing right now with the election. This is a conspiracy right out in the open, trying to overturn an election. They try to always, they always try to F over the American voter. Now they're doing it right in the open, as if it's their goddamn patriotic duty. All right, here's these idiots at the Staten Island. Ugh, God. Okay, thanks for sending the camera out here to Max Public House so that... Max Public House. Well, you got to give him points for being a crafty marketer, right? A marketing genius. Spend a night in jail and become a right-wing hero. Now you're... You got no... Uh, you got Fox News spreading the news about your dinky little shithole on Staten Island. We can make an announcement and give some updates on what's going on. The last couple of days we've been closed uh, since those recent events that I was taken out of here, and we've taken a diplomatic approach. We've pleaded with the mayor and the governor and the sheriff to help work with us and to get small businesses open or to assist us in some way. All right, you see? Guys, I have no qualms with that. It is really the government's fault. They need to assist small businesses and businesses, period. Not just the, the, the pigs at the trough. Did I say that correctly? Trough? Trough. And, but you notice how Republicans... They're not using their platform. I'm talking about the the Tucker Carlson's, the Fox News. They're not using their platforms to push Mitch McConnell, to shame him and the rest of the fascists who left the American people on the bread lines and screwed over the small business people by not giving them anything to get them through this time. That should have been our our collective duty as a government if we 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 have to take care of this coronavirus i get it you everybody we should have done what they did in england pay people to stay home you don't put them you don't push them onto unemployment which is now going to expire for for millions of americans as right i think the day after christmas but as far as small businesses, you had this is what's going on in, in other countries. They're giving people enough money so they can keep their doors closed. But of course, um, uh, Mitch McConnell, what did he do? They went home. They, when they were working, they were pushing more unqualified, flunky loyalists onto the bench, like every Nazi 
takeover of every Republican history. So then you have the right, the fascists, you know, the, uh, the Fox News, the propagandists interviewing the, you know, this guy, the bar owner. Uh, here, and let me show you. Here's another one. He's, they're not, and when they interview the guy, they're not saying, they don't say, yes, Mitch McConnell should be providing, uh, and it's not, they'll, they'll blame Nancy Pelosi, but Nancy Pelosi's not the president, and she's not the, uh, the majority leader in the Senate. So, Nancy Pelosi, they passed a relief bill. And Mitch McConnell went the F home to his Chinese spy wife after, sho- after doing nothing but shoving more unqualified loyalists onto the bench. So Fox News didn't do any, um, any didn't use their platform to put pressure on these bastards. Of course not. They used their platform to incite more civil unrest of the trump to ensure that more Americans will die. And that's what they like. They like the chaos and the bread lines. Trust me, the, all of this is not an accident. This is the result, the absolute result of Republican deliberate inaction. And if taking no action is also an action. Here, here, where the heck is he? Danny Presti, uh, two days out of, uh, uh, two days after his arrest, uh, joins us now. Danny, Max is still... For those on the podcast, this is Steve Ducey interviewing the bar owner. I mean, he's making the rounds on right-wing media. Closed, how are you going to get it open, and what is the game plan from here? So in the next uh, couple of days, uh, Max will be open. Um, we're working on that, and right now we're sitting down with our legal team, and we're trying to, at this point, work with the city. We've pleaded with them um, to work with us and other small businesses. At this point, just like I said in the beginning, we are losing faith and kind of lost faith in the ability for our local and city governments to help us. Um, the immediate local governments are helping us, those officials, but the governor and the mayor seem like they don't want anything. So at some point, if they don't give uh, assistance in some way or are working with us to get things back open again in a safe manner um, we're gonna have to take things into our own hands in a safe manner get them back open well the fact is the city not just new york city but all cities in this country are going to need a bailout from the federal government all of us oh there's going to be more people on the bread lines so the city is limited. Doesn't have it's not the federal government. We don't have the city doesn't have unlimited an unlimited budget. And in fact, the governor is constitutionally mandated to balance the budget. You know how Republicans always tout you know, the Republican governors, they're always telling how they balance the budget. Well that's a mandate. They have to balance the budget. The federal government doesn't have to do that. We, because the federal government can print money. So they can, you know, it's all a matter of will. This is all by design. Trust me, guys, if 
we had Hillary Clinton, President Hillary Clinton in the White House when the pandemic was uh, taking hold. We would not be in this position. You better believe it. She wouldn't have been out there saying, it's going to disappear like a miracle. She wouldn't have tweeted, liberate Michigan, liberate Virginia, liberate... She wouldn't be out there encouraging civil disobedience, uh, all these idiots to go rushing into the house, their local government buildings with M16s screaming in people's faces. This, is, this would be a completely different country. Yes, we would have to deal with the pandemic. But these morons, trust me, there would not be bread lines. Maybe I'm wrong there, but you know everything we could say about the Democrats, how they're part of this broken ass system, and they are, and they benefit from it, and it, we have to get money out of politics. But they don't. Leave, Democrats do not leave people starving on the streets. You you know that throughout history. Look, it's every time Republicans get their filthy, greedy fingers around the neck of power. They don't have an ability to govern. All, all they have the ability to do is to line their own pockets and ensure that government works for them. So they, they're in government not to get people off the bread lines. That's why it's always a byproduct of what they do. Of their of their uh, agenda, because a breadline is is good for them. They want you nice and desperate. That's why there's no relief coming from the Republicans. My name is Taradev. Oh, thank you, JD, for your super chat in pounds. Damn it! I wish I was. I wish my grandmother stayed in Ireland. Sometimes, you know, sometimes, a lot of times, I wish. All right, let's continue with this interview. So we've actually been in contact with Ian Smith um, from Attila's Gym in Belmont, New Jersey. And together we're creating a united front. Um, we're setting up the infrastructure. And what we're trying to do is get the resources for all businesses that want to stay open to remain open and we're going to give them all the information and even mm -hmm. other people and great but don't don't you dare any of your uh, you or any of your patrons don't you effing dare darken the door of a hospital that's it that 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 can be you know let's make that agreement don't bother don't don't stress the system even further with your with, with your soon to be corpse the selfishness is beyond belief you, why don't you use you know i could see this happening and maybe as an act of civil disobedience getting arrested and then using your platform that the that the media interest generated from your story to push these filthy fascists to do something to relieve 
the the stress on small businesses not saying what what a different story it would be if this guy would say i don't want to um open have to open i want relief i need relief we want to fight this goddamn pandemic with you we want to ensure that our fellow americans remain alive we want to do our patriotic duty but no, instead, he's going to get together with a lot of other Trump Trumpanzies and figure out a way to stay open in spite of being in the red zone. And you're in the red zone now because of your goddamn antics. And, but you see how the professional victimitis is, um, is epidemic on the right wing. Never take responsibility. Take goddamn responsibility. I wish I had, I wish I had, a, hmm, what, what, what could I do? If I had a lot of money, if I had won the lottery or whatever, I would rent a van with megaphones on top and just drive around the streets of Staten Island. Wouldn't that be fun? And say, wear a mask, you trump morons. You're killing us. You're the reason why Staten Island is a red zone. You are the reason why. You brought this on yourself. And then, but the thing is, another thing is that when they get together without their masks and no social distancing, then, they, then they'll fan out across the city or wherever the hell else they put their useless carcasses and they'll be spreading this goddamn virus. So we are, we're not g- getting out of the uh, shit anytime soon uh, with the vaccine. It's going to take time. And here's the other thing I recently, because everybody's waiting for the vaccine, and I'm, I'm hopeful. Oh, yeah, okay, great. I hope. I hope it works. But... Didn't Joe Biden just say that they asked him at a press conference, there is zero, there's absolute zero plan to distribute the vaccine coming from the Trump administration. They have no plan. They never had a plan. You're on your fucking own. Like from the beginning, you're on your own. All the states, remember when he said, if you can get the PPP, do what you can, get it. He doesn't know what the F he's doing. You know, you can only bullshit your way on reality TV. That's If you're a bullshitter, you're a bullshitter. That's what he did when he was on reality TV. All he had to do was pretend to be somebody who could make a deal. He didn't actually have to make the deals. They were already made by somebody else. He just had to say, you're fired, you're fired, you're fired. You know, when they when they put the camera, they said, okay, ready, uh, action. So he never actually had to do anything, and he never did. And we know this from people who worked inside his sham, stupid, not, you know, uh, multi-mega-billion-dollar company, the Trump Organization. It's a, it's a scam. The whole thing, it's, as Michael Cohen said, it was just like a mom-and-pop operation. 
So, and all and those who worked with him, I think Tony Schwartz recalls Trump. He ne- What did he do all day? He's not on the phone making deals. He's doing nothing. He's staring at swatches. That's what he did. He thought he was the greatest decorator. As we know, he sucks. And he sucks at business. As, and he sucks at life, of course. But that's all he would do all day is stare at swatches. And, and he would t- say to Tony Schwartz, oh, look at this swatch. Look at that swatch. Wouldn't that look good with this swatch? That's what he does, you morons. And figures out ways not to how not to pay taxes, how not to have to, you know, reveal just what a scam artist he is. What scam could he get involved with now? Oh, somebody has a mo I mean, really, come on. What billionaire? Do you see Jeff Bezos? I mean, I hate Jeff Bezos. He's another sociopath. I hate them all. There's no reason for billionaires. We don't need billionaires. They're they're a symptom, another symptom of the broken system. But you don't see Jeff Bezos being involved with a multi-level marketing vitamin scam, do you? Do you see that? Why would Jeff Bezos have to put his name on a multi-level marketing vitamin scam. Think about that. Game that out, Trump Banzies. And tell me, do you think that Twitler is actually a successful businessman? What successful businessman has to, I don't know, do that? Has to come up with, has to put his name on a, on a scam? On a vitamin, a multi-level marketing vitamin. Okay, let's call it a scheme. A billionaire does that? Unbelievable. Anyway, so it's don't stop talking logic to them, right? I know. It's they'll never see the light. In fact, they're having right now. There's a rally going on, a Twitler rally. A, I can't. I can't. You know what? It is? He's having a victory rally tonight. A victory rally. And there's a lot of dum-dums there. Can you believe it? And the Republicans, they're, they're not going to stand up to him. I, <laughs> another tweet, or not tweet, a text I got from a friend who, you know, can we please stop... I don't know. Expecting Republicans to stand up to him? My friend said to me, Oh, uh, don't worry. The Republicans... <laughs> well, she said cans. The Republicans will... will um, stand up to him like they did to Nixon. <laughs> Come on. Can we really stop with this goddamn, with the fiction that the Republicans have any interest in standing up to him. They have no interest in democracy, clearly. They're not going to stand up to their dumb Fuhrer, to their gravy train. That's all it's about, boo-boo. 
There's nobody. Nobody in that right-wing cesspool is standing up to him. Do, do they actually believe their own bullshit? I often wonder that. I know that there are some. Some don't. That they're opportunists and just riding that filthy orange goddamn parasite. Because they're parasites. like parasites on top of parasites. And all sucking on the body politic. And we're, all, we're trying to shake them off. But they are certainly making us all sick. But can we please all stop pretending that Republicans, that they have any decency? There's no decency left. If they were decent, the decency train left the station. It left the goddamn station decades ago, all right? For real. I know they have to rewrite history. Reagan, you know, St. Reagan. But we can trace the entire decline of the American middle class to St. Reagan's door. So I have to tell you guys, again, I'm reminding mostly for the new listeners, this is why we need, we need your support of the liberal media, please, because... Otherwise, we're done. We got to get, we, we have to own the message. Oh, my God. I just went on Twitter. Let's see. The My Pillow guy. Look at this. Look at this. Down and don't give it to How do you not put people in prison? But the most, you know, they will be going to prison. But in the meantime, December 14th is so important. We have to get this governor in here. Governor Kemp, Brian Kemp, has to give an order to get, to have a meet, to have a, a Congress meeting or whatever they do, their legislators, and pull Georgia down and don't give it to Biden. It doesn't matter who they give it to. Don't, don't give it to Biden. Just let and then find out all your corruption. Because if you pull down Georgia, Pennsylvania, and crooked Nevada, now nobody has 270, and then it goes to the December 14th vote, and Donald Trump wins the election. Wow, I love I love your, your passion and motivation. How do you not put people... That's the my pillow guy. Gaming out right in the open. That how you just nullify Georgia, because, you know, a lot of brown people voted in Georgia. You see? They don't like that. Republicans, they're... The game is out, okay? They're racist. You notice how every... All of the the cities that Twitler and the Republicans have issues with, they all, you know, have a lot of brown people in them. So they want to count legitimate votes, quote-unquote, legitimate. What, make, what makes them legitimate? Oh, I guess it's uh, when white males, straight white males, well, straight acting white males. Oh my God, well, it's they're the votes that count. Wait, here's Twitler. Oh, that's not a video. I thought that was a video. Oh my God, the Trump rally is trending. President Trump campaigns. In Georgia, please, we got to win the Senate. This is unbelievable. How is it even close? That's the other thing that makes me so despondent about the world. And also, let me say again, why it matters. Media matters. Yeah, well, that's a website, but it's also the truth. That media, we need it. We 
the only reason that the right wingers have as much power as they have it's because they own the me- they understood this you understand from the the many years ago they understood this while the democrats were busy passing legislation and saying that we're going to win them on the substance the republicans were shoring up the propaganda they were catapulting the propaganda as george bush said ensuring that everywhere right-wingers go, everywhere a person goes, they'll encounter the um, right-wing message. All over the Internet, if you go on the Internet, you'll encounter it. And then you'll start thinking, you know, if you're not that smart, you know, you'll, you're easily, you know, you might think it's the truth. Yeah, I, you know, I saw that guy on reality TV. He was... He had a lot of money, right? He's a successful businessman, right? Here's, uh, let's see. No, we we continue to fight. We've had some great moments. We just need somebody with courage to do what they have to do. Because everyone knows it's wrong. Everyone knows it's wrong. Somebody that makes decisions. And we'll be going up to the Supreme Court very shortly, and we really, if we have... We, our stuffed Supreme Court, we, with our illegitimate justices. And wisdom, I think you know what the answer is going to be, because you can't let people get away with what they got away with. Really? Voting? You can't let people get away with voting. Over 74 million votes, over, think of that, more than... I got more votes than any sitting president in history. 11 million well, more Joe votes. Biden got more, bitch. Stop the steal, you little petty pricks. Stop the steal. Yeah, that's what I was saying in 2016. Why does somebody who receives the less votes get to squat in the White House and act like he's got a goddamn mandate. I don't know. Because, oh, it's uh, it's a Republican. There you go. Being a Republican means never having to say you're sorry. Never having to abide by any rules. Never being... being uh, having to ha- take any responsibility for the bullshit that you peddle. Oh my God! Listen, uh, the professional victimitis. Hold on. Look at this. Whoops! Whoops! Wait! 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 So don't listen to my friends. Just go out. Just go out. And you know what they're saying? They're saying we want you to fix the system. We're going to fix the system. But the system will be fixed when these people get in. They'll get in and we'll fix the system. Well, how much longer you need, you fucking con man? You had four years. You fixed it all right. We got uh, a 9-11 a day. It was only going to ever end this way with thousands dying every day. Of course it was. Because we're all, we're all victims. Everybody here, all these thousands of people here tonight, they're all victims, every one of you. What did I say? Haven't I been saying this forever? Professional victims. They're embracing it. Of course, that's who they are. They're always so put upon by the world. 
which is why they can't, they don't have the emotional maturity to function in a free democratic society. They can only pretend to love it and wave those giant made in China American flags or their Trump and Z flags. They have no clue. They're victims? What are you victims of? They're, and uh, in fact, um, we know what they're victims of. They think th- that they're, uh, they're losing their privilege. That's what it's, a, it's really about. They don't like brown people. It really does come down to that. Where is this article I wanted to talk about? It was, um, where the fuck is it? First of all, here we go. It's good. It's a good article about. It's from the Daily News by Steve Law, and it's called "The Hypocrisy of Staten Island Republicans." Staten Island is the center of Donald Trump's support in New York City. Believe it or not, well, I I added the believe it or not. Leading up to the election, the islands where I live, poor guy, was full of enthusiastic Trump supporters proudly displaying their favorite MAGA flags. Oh my. God, I'm so glad I got out of there years ago. Oh my God, I would have, I, I wouldn't have been able to handle it. <laughs> there, I would have gotten into so many fights with people because I can't not say anything. I can't, I just can't. Much like the voters of deeply red states, they denounced this summer's Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter protests were appalled by the motto, defund the police, and many questioned the legitimacy of COVID lockdowns. One thing's for certain, Governor Cuomo and Mayor de Blasio are not well-liked among the 57% of Staten Islanders who voted for Trump. But isn't it interesting to see how Republicans on the island who most of the time insist that law and order are the highest values, now seem to think that defying laws and promoting, dis- and promoting disorder are deeply patriotic. You see? The hypocrisy again. That's my editorial. When Black Lives Matter protests erupted on Staten Island, Staten Island Republicans were quick to lump protests into the social unrest that was exploding across the nation. True to political form, they called the protesters rioters, anarchists, or worse. Well, and we know worse, of course. Nicole Malakatis joined the black and blue rallies where supporters confronted pro-Black Lives Matter activists. Staten Island Republicans warned their constituents about the violence of Antifa, I'm still asking these freaks where I send my Antifa dues and, you know, where's the headquarters? I just can't find it. But anyway, um, and supposed a great socialist conspiracy was breaking out to take over the country. I only wish. Oh, man. Is it the end of the show? It is for Progressive Voices. Guys, thank you so much for hanging out on Saturday evenings. My name is Tara Devlin, and, you know, we're on the right side of history. This is Unapologetic Liberal Talk. Become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. 
And remember what I say. We will win. We stick together. We win. And we will win because we're on the right side of history. We're on the right side of decency, dignity, and democracy. My name is Tara Devlin. I'll see you very soon. And become a patron, I say. Patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. Soon we'll be on Rockfin, too. Okay, guys? Great. Thanks for hanging out. We're back. We're back. The show's not over yet. <sighs> Why can't I? You know what it is? It's not that I can't breathe. It's that this microphone, I think, is picking up every goddamn breath I'm taking. Not that I don't. I like breathing. I've. It's become a habit. I don't want to stop. Let's continue with the article. Um, okay. Artist Scott Lebo. Oh, God. This fucking guy. Scott Lebedo. I lived on Staten Island, like I, like I told you. This guy, Scott Lebedo, he's a fake-ass artist. He's an artist for people who don't know art. You know what I mean? He has a good... Well, he has, he has a technical skill um, for painting. He's just a terrible human being and a terrible, a really terrible artist. Scott Lebedo, he's been at this shit for my entire life. He must be around my age, I guess. He must be a contemporary. But, oh my God, he was on Fox News. Of course he was. The Creative Patriot, F.K. Cuomo and F.K. de Blasio. And he would, he would um, rent out a giant, look, see, look at his ugly art. Look, oh God. He's so gross. But he would rent a um, a billboard on Staten Island constantly, and you would drive by it all the time. There was always, there was always some giant right-wing douchebaggery up there. Of course, I haven't been on Staten Island in a long time, but I, I am sure this F.K. de Blasio. Really, why? Why F.K. Cuomo? De Blasio only, they hate de Blasio. You know, they, but he only won Staten Island. Well, he, he only won New York with like 78% of the vote. But they can't stand. They don't like when um, people aren't racist like them. You see, they it really is about them being able to be um, as ugly and backward and racist as Twitler and the Republicans give them permission to be. And as ignorant and stupid, and that's all. I mean, I do repeat myself there. Because being a racist does mean being an ignorant person. So, anyway. Artist Scott Lebedo, who calls himself a creative patriot. You understand, he's not a patriot. They use that term to give people, put people off the scent. To them, patriotism, what is patriotism? I would love to have, um, not really, I won't have, I'd love to have a conversation with him, but I would love to hear what his, um, his definition of patriotism is, because I can tell you it's, uh, I'm sure it's not my definition of patriotism. Look, I'm trying to get the goddamn camera to focus. Why can't I get it to focus? Hmm... Where is it? I'm sorry. Oh, well, who cares? I look better out of focus anyway. 
right? Everything sucks. I need a new computer. This is a problem. I gotta get a new computer. This is a relatively new computer. <clears throat> and it shouldn't be acting like this. Everything blows. Where is it? Mm-hmm. Okay, I can't find it. I was just looking for the the app that controls the camera. Oh, here it is. For some reason, it's not focusing. I don't... Everybody fucking plays. I know. I, I'm sorry. Okay. We'll go back to this. Artist Scott Lebedo, who calls himself a creative patriot, painted a blue line down Highland Boulevard. Fuck you. You see? Because you can't say Black Lives Matter. You understand? How can they... They can't really understand that um, you can believe and understand as a human being, because this is the truth. The truth is the truth, that Black Lives Matter... You can believe, you can know that. And also at the same time, not be, um, not be uh, antagonistic towards any other group. It, it, it's, with them, it's, an, it's like a zero-sum game. If we finally, as humans, evolve and try to heal our racist-ass goddamn divisions that have destroyed this country, then, uh, and, and get, and get, and I mean get as in understand that, you know, black lives matter. We're in this together. Regardless of our pigment, then for some reason they believe that, that must mean that we don't believe that, uh, Blue lives matter. Because if black lives matter, that means that blue lives won't be able to kill them indiscriminately. And that, therefore, that means that they're losing their privilege. You know? They're losing their white privilege. And whatever, white, they're blue privilege. Because, you you know, there are black officers. When you're in the... the, the gang you're in the gang so it doesn't it, it doesn't make any sense to me how how stupid they are it's it's complete infantilism no dummies just because we get as human beings you know the normal emotionally stable and and mature human beings understand that black lives matter. And we also understand that, here's the, here's the thing. <laughs> I know this is very complex for you, for Trump Anzies. That when we say black lives matter, what we really mean, what, what we're saying, not mean, forget mean, what we mean. What we're saying is all lives matter. Because if all lives matter really did matter, we would not have to say Black Lives Matter. <sighs> Which is why I told you guys before, I, w I really do wish that we adopted the, instead of Black Lives Matter as a rallying cry, that we just said 
all lives matter, to negate, you know, to just disarm them and take all lives matter as the black lives matter rally and cry. But anyway, that ship has sailed. I wish the Democrats, the Democrats are so stupid, really, at branding. I think that what happened with the Black Lives Matter is that maybe somebody said something and then in the moment, and then it became that just took, took on it, its own life. Because we do give the right-wingers too many opportunities to, um, to exploit what we're really, what we're doing, what we're really trying to say. But anyway, you got to really keep it simple. Anyway, so he calls himself a creative patriot when he's not a patriot. He's just a douchebag um, who is uh, exploiting the fissures of disunity as they do. He painted a blue line down Highland Boulevard in an act of civil disobedience against de Blasio and Cuomo because what have they done? There's every, one thing you could say about all, all New York City mayors and governors. They all are deferential to the NYPD. All right? All of them. Oh, I think I remember when all of this pissed me off. They, all of the, the cops turned their back on de Blasio when he gave a speech with someone, somebody at a funeral. And, uh, you know, what they're doing, when they do that, it's like Republicans in general and the right-wingers. They're turning their back on the, the, the people of New York, the people who voted, and overwhelmingly to send this person to represent them as the mayor. But, they, you know, they don't give a shit. They're not about, well, we know, there's so many problems with the NYPD. But anyway, so he painted a blue line down Highland Boulevard because, you know, power. It's just, cops just don't have enough of it. They don't have enough power, these poor put-upon police officers, these poor Put upon servants, protector, protectors and servants. They just can't kill people with as much abandon as they once could. So it must be that blue lives don't matter anymore, even though as far as cops are concerned, and cops and danger, dangerous jobs, the cops, being a cop is not even in the top ten of dangerous jobs, okay? Unbelievable. Okay. Uh, Mil uh, let me keep reading this. Milot, whatever, this guy. How come everybody has words that are, and they're not cooperating with my mouth? Uh, Mil Itakas' campaign used pictures from B BLM protests outside of Staten Island to wrongly accuse her opponent, Democrat... Oh, this is uh, the representative who who won. A Republican beat D Democrat Max Rose of backing defund the police policies because he attended one of the marches for black lives and Rose lost the election. Yeah. 
This is what they do. That's why we can't say things like defund the police. We've been over this before. I wish we had said things like fund community policing. That's, you know, who can really get be opposed to that? Okay, where are those appeals to law and order now that COVID is rising again on Staten Island with a rapid increase in, in cases coming out of the zip codes where Republican support is strongest? Well, according to Tucker Carlson, it's completely political. Yes, it's so political because we're so afraid of the maggots. There might be a million maggot march. And they're gonna. There's so much freedom there. We're all gonna be. We'll, we we won't be able to carry out our nefarious plot to have a free and fair democratic election and have the people who get the most votes actually serve. That's our big plot. To make sure that everybody has health care, including the morons. Oh, my God. So, with a rapid increase in cases coming out of the zip codes where Republican support is strongest, leading to economic and public health restrictions. Where are the appeals to law and order? Nowhere. Instead, civil disobedience is what's in the air. Well, it's, it's their rules. They make the rules. It doesn't matter. You know, when... BLM protesters are practicing civil disobedience. That's anarchy. The owner of Max Public House decided to defy Cuomo's shutdown orders intended to stop the spread of COVID by creating what he called an autonomous zone. Wow. I'm surprised he even used the word autonomous. Wow. That's a lot of word. That's a lot of, that's a big word for Trump Banzi. Referencing the BLM protesters protests in Portland over the summer, he advertised free alcohol and accepted donations. Well, whatever. Right-wing activists entered his bar and converged to confront the sheriff's department. I thought they were all about blue lives. The Staten Island Republican leadership was quick to join in the fracas, as was their activist wing. The first night, the crowd confronted the officers. Lebedo called the protesters to hold their ground after officers told them to back up. Oh, blue lives matter, right? Some of the protesters rushed up on the officers. What? Threatening them with violence. Now, what would they do if this was the BLM protesters? How come no pepper spray or tear gas was launched. I wonder what the difference is. They called officers traitors and other nasty names, and worst of all, they berated them without wearing masks, essentially putting the officers' lives in jeopardy. Oh, well, blue lives mattered, I thought. State Senator Andrew Lanza, in attendance, actually tried justifying the breaking of law as an act of civil disobedience. He's quoted as saying, We are allowed to ask these questions as Americans. That's what this man is doing. I understand he broke the rules. How are these rules scientifically supported? 
It doesn't matter how much science you show these suckers. Please. They would never... Science? Where does science figure in this? If it... Reality doesn't figure in their thinking for these traitors, these unpatriotic traitors and dupes. The second night, there was a larger rally. The Republican leadership, including Representative-elect Malik, or whatever the hell her name is, spoke to hundreds of people under the sea of Trump and American flags. Trump flags. You freaks. Oh my God, will this ever end? Please secede. Honestly, get out. Get the F out. You can have Staten Island. I'm sorry. I know. You can have it if that's what you want. Get out. Secede. I am tired of you. And the rest of normal America, we're all tired of you. You're the albatross around our necks. You don't know patriotism. You don't know America. You're confused. You're confused by America. That's why you're so angry. Does the Staten Island Republican Party... Oh, wait, here he goes. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Let me roll up again. Roll back a little. I am a proud Western chauvinist, which is another term for racist nowadays. Western chauvinist said one of the speakers who identified as a member of the Proud Boys, the far-right group. These are racists, of course, Western chauvinists. They think, their see, their greatest accomplishment in life is, they think, is being born as a white male. And if that, being born as a white male doesn't hold the same kind of privilege for them, then we will all figure out how inadequate they are. And guess what? We know already. We already know how inadequate you are. You're a proud Western chauvinist. They know nothing. They know nothing about history, Western, whatever, civilization. They are ignorant. They're nothing but little, tiny, small penis suffering. Ve I mean, nothing wrong with whatever. They're just in their minds, unable to be, uh, you know, to have confidence in themselves because they are inadequate in many ways. And they get it. They know that they're inadequate. And they, they're desperately trying to ensure, or at least trying to, th to throw us off the scent to, to, to think that, oh, wait, that we, we're not going to figure out that they're inadequate. That's what they're trying to do with all of the, the sh this pantomime, this over-the-top masculinity that it really betrays a weakness. They're weak. Real, real men don't have to act like this. This is what they don't seem to understand because they have a very limited understanding of humanity, of what it means to be a man 
or a human or be a strong human being. Everything about them screams, I am a coward. I am a small. I'm afraid. That's what they, they don't seem to understand. <laughs> if they had at least maybe take one psych 101 class, they might be able to figure it out. God, and they are so troubled. People who are secure, they don't behave like this. This is what they don't seem to understand. They're screaming. They're just screaming, uh, you know, um, they're screaming, I'm a loser. That's what they're screaming. Okay. Uh, does the Staten Island Republican Party believe we should defund, defund the Sheriff's Department, which someone in the crowd was screaming? Does the Staten Island Republican Party stand for law and order only when black people and their allies rise up for justice? You got it. Bing, 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 bing. There you go. Because it always comes down to it. Racism. That's what it's about. This is why they will never have us have that um, rec reconciliation around race. They, they can't afford it. They need people nice and stupid and, and divided. That's why they, the biggest threat to them is a uh, diverse, the diversity of the Black Lives Matter movement. You notice? It doesn't just include black people. There's a wide birth which was really great to see. There's a whole, there's all people. It's not just black people in the Black Lives Matter movement, and that's what we, it's people. <sighs> and that's what they're afraid of, you see? Because they know their time, their day is coming to an end. Which is why they need to hold on to power despite receiving fewer votes and all that. I support the fundamental right to free speech and assembly. Still, it is so hard to watch the hypocrisy of those who criticize civil rights protesters all summer long, suddenly supporting the refusal to disperse against police officers, against police orders, challenging officers to physical confrontations and calling them the worst things imaginable and purposefully not wearing masks. Is the law and order only worthy of respect when one agrees with it? Is defiance only commendable when it fits one's politics? <laughs> well, yeah, according to the right-wingers. Now, you notice how in 2016, when, when they received fewer votes... And still, you had Hillary Clinton out there saying there will be a peaceful transfer of power. It's a hallmark of our country. It's one of the things we're most proud of here, here in this fucked up country. And um, they, these Republicans weren't out there. Hey, wait a minute. Count every vote. This something's not right here when the person with the less votes gets to have uh, power isn't that uh even though i you know i 
I voted for the guy, but this, this isn't right. He got less votes. That's, uh, it's more important that we have a functioning democracy, right? Oh, please, I would faint if that ever happened. If Republicans ever behaved like humans. Really, I remember in Bush, during Bush v. Gore, saying to somebody who is a Republican, a friend of mine who I was, uh, I remember at the time, saying to her, I, you know, I would think you would be just as concerned that the Supreme Court is stopping the vote count. (laughs) If the shoe was on the other foot, I certainly would be. But it doesn't matter to them. They want to have power at any cost. And it's about their team. Regardless, they want all of... Here's here's the thing, guys. They want all the benefits... I'm, I'm breaking it down. Okay? They want all the benefits of civilization, but they don't want any of the responsibilities that we have to each other in that civilization, especially people with darker pigment. That's what it boils down to. They're incapable of functioning in a free democratic society, especially a diverse one. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Here, look at this picture here. Where is it? Not that one. Hmm. So many buttons to push on this goddamn. What is this? What am I looking at here? Here it is. Look at that. COVID is killing more than 2,000 a day in the U.S., and infections and hospitalizations, as infections and hospitalizations hit records. Look at this picture. This really disturbed me. These are people in these bags, and they're putting them in trucks, refrigerated trucks. It really upset me when I saw this picture. That's somebody's loved one. That that could be your father, your mother, your sister. That could be you. Is this how you want to live? In a country that has no respect at all for for each other, or the families who have lost people and who are struggling right now with with a loved one in a hospital. What about a family whose loved one is in one of these refrigerated trucks right now? How do you recover from this as a community when you have so many assholes who don't give a shit. You don't. I'll answer the question. You do not. You don't recover from that. This is why the Republicans, we're not going to, how are we going to get this country back? Either they have to, they have to be marginalized and so diminished that it doesn't matter. Or they they have to be, we'll have to break this country up. These are the options. They're not going to get on board 
They're not. Look at what they're doing. Look at what they've done. This is all them. We have, they voted, okay, again, for a con man who goes golfing when 2,000 Americans die. He likes to tout this, vi- or this uh, what do you call it, this vaccine, but he doesn't, he, he, he's, he doesn't do a fucking thing to ensure that everybody gets the vaccine. He doesn't, he's not coming up with a plan to distribute a vaccine. You know, you know the logistics involved in distributing a vaccine to a country of 300 and whatever million people? 340 million, is it now, or something? There's a, there's a lot of logistics and planning involved in that. He's got the Republicans wash their effing hands in that. They don't want, they have no interest in governing. You get it? Their day is done. They only want to ensure they have judges on the court to make sure that they can, can, can continue to steal. They're all crooks. Which is why, when, uh, right now, right, Twitler's in, he's having a rally, I hope, you know, he's in Georgia trying to get the dum-dums to go vote for Kelly Loeffler and uh, the other guy, Purdue, what, no, wait, what am I talking about, who's the other guy in Georgia, the two Georgias, wait, wait, I know, there's so many names to remember, you can't, you can't hold it against me. Hold on. I had an article here. Yes. What's the guy? Oh, yeah. Purdue, right? That's his name. I did have it right. I thought it was wrong. Um, when they get briefed on the coronavirus, what does this, this son of a bitch do? He goes and he trades stocks. How, um, is that the, is that the actions of somebody who cares about their fellow American? I'm asking sincerely. I, I'm asking the Trump and Z who's just walking through the show and wanted to call me in a dyke or something. Uh, take a second and ask yourself if insider trading if somebody gets news on a, an, an impending pandemic that is killing over 2,000 Americans a day and that will soon kill 2,000 Americans a day and that the first thing the fucker does is trade stocks and uh, you know, in private, but in public tells his dum-dums who voted for him that nothing to see here, move along, get back to business. Is that a person that's got your best interests at heart? Or the people's best interest? Is that a person that is interested in working for their constituents? 
Purdue, uh, he, in one term, 2,596 stock trades. This guy is a, he's not a senator. He's a, he's a day trader. He's a sick fucker. And he's also uh, sitting on committees trading stocks and then uh, passing legislation. Isn't that a, just like a Republican? It's like the banksters, uh, you know, heads, they win, tails, they win. <laughs> it's, there's no risk. The House always wins. Isn't that great? Wouldn't that be um, great if <laughs> doesn't didn't matter what you do? You you know you get your cushy salary, sitting legislating, and um, you use your power not to help your fellows, not to save lives, or make the trains run on time. You're there to write the laws so you can fucking inside trade. So you can do what you really want to do. Which is be a rich son of a bitch. Just be a rich prick. I bet you, I bet you he calls himself a Christian too. They're all, aren't you sick Trumpanzies, really, I'm sick of Trumpanzies, but Trumpanzies, I'm talking to you now. Aren't you sick of being a sucker? Really, are you sick of it yet? Do you will you ever get sick of it, or are you that racist that you would rather associate yourself as a um? You, I guess in some way you think that these people are like you. You think that Sonny Purdue would ever f, f and sp pull a hair for you, much less what hang out with you. What do you? What do you? What trickle on you? Then you'd r rather think that you're in the same league as Sonny Purdue when he knows you're not. He knows you're not. You're nothing to him. You don't even merit a warning. <laughs> you know? You're nothing. You're a, you're a fucking cog. You're nothing. Get to work, dummy. Because Sonny Perdue's got some legislation to write so he can trade on that goddamn stock that... Yeah, on that company that he just opened a lot of doors for. That's going to put a lot of money in his pocket. You know, all that money that he can't take with him. But he's going to make you, you're going to be seeing Jesus a lot sooner, thanks to him. I mean, I'm so tired of them being so stupid. And please, just look at yourself and... Understand, get get in, get some therapy, frankly. Get some goddamn therapy and try to have the courage. I know it's hard because Republicans are, they have the large amygdalas. But have the courage to look at yourselves and confront yourselves, your racism. Say, what is wrong with me? Why can't I 
share a civilization with people who have darker pigment. Why do I want all the benefits of real of, of civilization, but none of the responsibilities that we have to each other? Yeah, and some of us have darker pigment, and you should be proud of that. The diversity is our strength. My name is Tara Devlin. Thanks for hanging out. Remember, we're on the right side of history. This is unapologetic liberal talk, and we will win because we stick together. We win. My name is Tara Devlin, and I will see you very soon. Guys, thank you for hanging out. Uh, let me see. Let me see. Thank you all. How do I donate to Tara? Become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. And also, there's other things. We can... I'm, we're going to be on Rockfin soon, as soon as I can get my shit together. And other... So, just also, Karen on uh, on Facebook over here asking, how do I donate? You could become a patron. You can also tell your friends. That helps too. Share the show with your friends and get the word out. That will help. Guys, guys, guys. I really enjoy hanging out. Wouldn't it be great? You're not hearing the music? Did you hear the somebody said they didn't hear the music? Did you hear the music on the chat? I'll hear. God help us. Hmm. Tell me. Um, anyone on the chat? Did you hear the end music? Okay, good. Somebody said they weren't. They didn't hear it. I don't know what's going on. All right. Listen, listen, listen. Let's try to get together soon. Thankfully, you know, I mean, it sucks being in this lockdown. But wouldn't it be great if, uh, I mean, not wouldn't it be great. It would be um, worse if, um, if we didn't have each other. I'm speaking for myself. Thank you, guys. I Okay, you guys did hear it. Somebody on uh, Facebook said I didn't hear the music. So, of course, I start panicking. All right, my friends... Well, I shouldn't say that. I like saying my friends because I feel like you're my friends. You know why I'm I'm saying that? Because when I watch MSNBC, I don't know if you notice. And well, MSNBC is getting on my nerves, and I I often just have it on in the background. I don't know why. I have to find a different. What should I? I mean, I I listen to that in between. I listen to Mike Malloy. I listen to Bob Kincaid. I listen to. Progressive Voices, of course, and other uh, Verdant Square Radio, FYI Nation. So there's other things going on I listen to. But when I listen to MSNBC, which I've been listening to, they're, they're getting on my nerves. It's the same shit all the time. Same people. You know, how many times do we got to hear Michael Steele? Who? Shut up, Michael Steele. All of them suck. They had Thomas Friedman on the other day, and he was saying, believe... He, oh, my God. Can you believe this? He said that um, it maybe it wouldn't be such a bad idea 
if the if this if the Republicans kept control of the Senate, because um, then we would have to compromise. What? Compromise? Are you kidding me? We we're in. Okay, guys, we're in this boat because the effing Democrats have compromised to the point that the the Democratic Party is now the same Republican Party, and the right and the Republicans are the goddamn Nazis. So they have Thomas Friedman. Get you know he gets a giant platform to say nothing of uh, that uh, that has any value and then they had uh they had uh Michael Steele on there and he was going on about he said something about he didn't say democrat party but he said the democrat somebody the democrat governor that is a that is a gang sign it's the verbal equivalent of a right-wing Trump, Trump fascist gang sign. When you say Democrat Party or Democrat Governor, the name of the fucking party is Democratic Party. So, you know, um, they don't stop him on MSNBCs, but it's, it just spreads. What does somebody say? Shut the fuck up, Michael Steele, because in, inside Michael Steele, just like the uh, one day he was on there and he said something about, would you want to go into a foxhole with AOC? You know, because they have to kick down on AOC. And uh, it was actually Joy Reid, and she said, yes, I would. I would go in to her credit, even though she gets on my nerves too. But... but they get, why are they giving all these filthy fuckers, these fascists, a platform? Of course, I answer my own question. Why are they giving them the platform? Because it's the corporate media. And this is why we're in this terrible situation. A couple of years ago, let's remember Michael Steele. He was somebody who never missed the opportunity when he was the head of the RNC and Obama was president. He's part of the problem. All he did was cause dissension and against and uh, hate against Obama. He helped. I mean, he didn't stand up to the birth, the birther thing, and he and he never missed the opportunity to say to not to say. Barack Hussein Obama. That's how he used to refer to President Obama. Barack Hussein Obama. You know, because they have to emphasize he's different. He's he's foreign sounding. So if you ask me, and I'm right, of course, the, um, he's he is part of the reason we have a Twitler. And that the Republicans are as disgusting as they are. All right. It's time. It's time to go get unconscious. I got to do that sometime. Where's Ray? Ray, Ray. Come here, honey. Wait. One second. I got to get Ray. Ray, Ray. Oh. He just ran away. Why does he run from his mother, everybody? 
I don't like that. Ray. Ray, Ray. Wait, here. This is Francis, little Francis Jr. Jr. Look, of the mug. That's him. Little Francis. He's feeling better. You feeling better? He's a very strong, silent type. All right, buddy. He's not 100%. But he's good boy. All right, guys, 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 guys. Yes, this is Francis Jr. Jr. Thank you, Banterboard, for your super chat. And yes, thank you, Haku, for your super chat. And Jim and Errol and JD and Banterboard. I will try to get, uh, I'll try to do another show as soon as possible during the week. This week, I was only able to do one show, which is why I ask you guys to become patron, whatever, share the show with your friends, all that. So we get to the point where we can have a daily show at a set time and that's it. And we're never looking back. And this is how we can and will win and take over this country. I mean, take it over. What does that mean? Okay. This sounds crazy. And, uh, it sounds, uh, megalomaniac ish. It's not. Not take, we're taking it, we're promoting the general welfare. That's what we're talking about. All right, yes, it's time to go. Promote the general welfare over the welfare of the corporate elite. You guys are great. Thank you for hanging out. I got to get the show ready for progressive voices and all that. And, yeah, um, thank you for helping out with the, um, the mic issues and the false starts on the show. In the meantime, yes, remember what I say. It is true. We're on the right side of history, and we will win. We're on the right side of history, decency, dignity, and democracy. We stick together. We win. My name is Tara Devlin, and I will see you very soon.